The word that I keep coming back to is uplifting. I have this conviction based on my lived experience that uplifting people or the planet doesn't have to be draining. It can actually feel uplifting to the person who's making that impact. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Quick Reflex. I'm Tamari Atair. I'm the Director of Communications and Engagement at Uplifting Capital, here with our founder and CEO, Toussaint Bailey. And we're excited to talk about another couple episodes of Uplifting Conversations, the Impact Engagement podcast. We've had some really good ones for the past couple of months. Yes. Uh, we have some even greater ones. Well, not greater, but we have some great ones coming <laughs> after. I don't want to throw any shade, but no, we have <laughs> lineup. Um, but today we're talking about Taj Ahmad Eldridge. Um, we had a podcast with him in April for Earth Month. Um, and then we have Marlon Evans, which we had on the podcast in May. And um, I'll just start by saying the thing, the common thread that I noticed between these two men is just the idea of um, one, legacy, and two, um, following like your inner compass and your purpose and kind of turning your pain into your purpose. Um, and starting with Taj, I mean, he has a super powerful story. If you don't know Taj Amaj Eldridge, Google him. That's all I have to say. Mic drop. Um, he's very active in the venture world. Um, he wears many hats, as he says, both literally and figuratively. And, um, you know, he has a powerful story of, you know, dealing with, um, kidney failure. And if anyone is familiar with that, you know, how, um, you know, how life-changing that can be just having to be on dialysis. And um, it was caused really by environmental factors. So I won't give the whole podcast away. Go listen to the podcast, y'all. But um, <laughs> that's kind of what fueled his um, his start into, you know, venture and really going deep into the climate. And um, I feel like we as humans, like that's what we are here to do. We're here to turn some of our personal pains and help others in any way that we can, whether it's, you know, through your work or just the service that you do on the weekends. But um, I love hearing his story because I wasn't familiar with it. Um, what do you think, Tucson? Yeah, no, I, I was struck by, so I, I, all everything you said resonates with me and I received it the same way, like, especially the part about kind of we here as humans are are created to do something you can tell that for both of these individuals this is what it gives them energy they're not like they're not dragging themselves to work on so so Taj is doing amazing work around climate whether that's at um include ventures or jff uh, uh jobs for the future or uh, any number of other uh, initiatives that he has his hands in. I don't, he advises like a million companies and funds and everything. And so, uh, but you can tell like, so it comes out of um, uh, this experience that he had uh, with, with kidney failure and comes out of some of the stuff he saw um, with fast fashion as a fashion designer for, you know, uh, NBA stars and wanting to do something better there. But where he is now, uh, you, you can you can tell it's a it, it's a calling, and it's not it's not something that seems burdensome to him. Every time I've I've encountered him, seen him, his energy is so high, and his drive to to make change in this direction is so strong that it's it's contagious. And then you can tell like his life is better because he's doing this stuff. I think that's what strikes me. Same with Marlon. Like I, I think um, he was 
this and also another thing about Taj and Marlon is both of them were in uh, successful positions where they didn't have to do this stuff. Yeah. So so Marlon was already and is already running Next Cubed, um, this powerful accelerator, working with corporates and and helping companies grow. He saw this gap between what he was doing in the Silicon Valley and what was available at historically black colleges and was like, I want to bring this over there. Marlon didn't go to an HBCU. Yeah. He went to Stanford, right? Marlon, <laughs> he, yeah, he wasn't longing for it. His kids, his daughter goes to uh, Stanford. He has one at UPenn. Like yeah. they're not at HBCUs. He yeah. saw this gap and, and felt compelled to do something about it. Um, and to me, it's so like, and you could, again, that's another person. Like you've met Marlon. He's so high energy when you're around him and he has so much enthusiasm for solving this problem. And I think it's because like, we like we all have these issues that we want to address and what we hear often kind of in in uh the media or from others is that uh, these are hopeless things or that the politicians aren't doing anything about this or like look what the media is saying about this and when you actually get to put your hands on a problem and see progress being made it's so energizing i know we we experience that here we see uh, clients and financial advisors and investors get to experience some of that, like to actually see a direct link between what you care about and progress being made is something that's energizing. It's something I see in both of these individuals. They're doing hard work, mm -hmm. but it just seems like they're energized by it. Um, I know Marlon is back to like they're 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 taking in applications for their next accelerator and it's growing and it's expanding. They just did this thing in D.C. and they're starting to now work with um uh the united negro college fund on some stuff and like it's just like th they're contagious both of these individuals you just kind of the gravity of them just pulls you in and i think it's because they're just they're working in their callings it's, it's yeah powerful. unapologetically themselves i think that's also another lesson is to like i love that they both show up as their true and authentic self in the work that they do um you know, there's, it's hard when you have to like switch and like turn off and on, but like when you show up as yourself, you're able to produce better work and impact more lives. And I, and I love that. I feel like that was another thing aside from like the work that they're doing that I took away just, um, you know, uh, Taj is a proud nuke, you know, he like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. like he walks in the room, you got to know everything that he loves because he like just shows up and, and he is it. Um, which yeah, that's so powerful too. Cause, and they, they offer them like, so because they're not shrinking, um, in the rooms that they're going into, they have a gift to offer people in who aren't necessarily from where they're from, like in, in different directions, right? Cause Marlon is here like squarely within the Silicon Valley, working with huge corporates, you know, Franklin Templeton, he named AT&T, all these others, he's bringing that to the HBCUs yeah. unapologetically, right? Like there's like, you could be throwing darts at all sorts of corporates. He's bringing the force of, of Silicon Valley, the force of, of uh, these kind of corporate resources into HBCUs unapologetically. And, and that's something you could potentially apologize for, right? Taj yeah. is bringing all this culture into this problem of climate change as himself. And because they're both showing up fully uh, with, with everything that they bring, I think they have that much more to offer. Like they don't, it, it would be very tempting to kind of shrink and try to conform and to try to fit, but we would be denying the world something if we did that. And so no, I'm, I'm moved 
uh, by both of their work and excited. Really, really hope people go in and go back and check out both of these pods and, and uh, check out their work, uh, their ongoing work, because uh, it's incredible. Yeah. And I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out UCLA Bruin somehow, because Taj, mm -hmm. I believe, is an advisor for Michella Gilbert. She's a founder of Oya um, Apparel. Um, and she she went to UCLA Anderson. She's really involved in the venture world. She's actually hosting like a venture competition here um, in LA in Inglewood on Tuesday um, for underrepresented founders. So that's the type of ecosystem that we're we're dealing with here. And that impacts that Taj impacted Michella. She's now, you know, helping Anderson. So I love that. It's just like, that's real trickle down, right? Oh, so <laughs> if we're shouting out, I got to shout out Riverside. Because uh, <laughs> Taj, I think, started uh, the, the Venture Accelerator or his big with the Venture Accelerator at UCR. I went to high school in Riverside. Uh, I know that community well. He's doing a lot to uplift and, and kind of uh, shine a light on the, on the Inland Empire, the IE, uh, as we call it. And so... Definitely, definitely, definitely giving a shout out to to Taj, Riverside, IE, all that stuff. Yeah. West Coast. Best yes. Coast. <laughs> Watch out. We got folks on the East Coast. <laughs> but, but you are correct. Best yes. Coast. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else? I think, no, I think it's good. I'm excited about, you know, what we have coming up. It's, yes, it's I feel stuff. like we have a a, a massive uh, one coming up, something yeah. that has so much to do with the uplifting story, both yeah. past, present and future. Um, and it's a it's a combo, right? We have we have multiple guests on for, I think, the first time all connected. But uh, yeah, no, it's going to be fun. Multiple fun guests, multiple impact themes that we're hitting. Yes. Um, yeah, it's a little trickle, little teaser for you guys. So stay, stay tuned. tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you Take next care. time.